Welcome to Imprint, a podcast about creating a home and life you love. I'm Natalie Walton, an interior designer, stylist, and best-selling author focused on an holistic approach to homes. Each week, I'm sharing insights and interviews about the creative process to help you enhance both your interiors and well-being, as well as provide you with the tools and resources to make considered and sustainable choices with all that you create. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Imprint. I'm very excited to have you here today, as always. Welcome. Um, Today really is about how can you really make an impact with your interiors and your images to help grow your business. So if you want bigger results with your creative business, particularly if it's in relation to the interiors world, which is obviously an incredibly visual world, then you really need to follow the steps that I'm going to be sharing with you today, because otherwise you are just going to get lost in that middle ground. And it's just going to be a struggle. It's going to be an uphill battle to get recognized, to get traction, to get clients, essentially, or customers. It still applies if you have an e-commerce business If you have an Airbnb and you're really wanting to get noticed, obviously there are so many Airbnbs out there. So if you want to really start to get more leads and more customers, then you really want to follow this this framework and this process that I'm going to be sharing with you today. Now, I just want to quickly mention that um, I'm very excited to share with you that enrollments will be opening to the styling masterclass in February. So I get asked all the time, when are you going to open enrollments again? If this is something that you have had on your heart, if this has been on your to-do list, if you have said 2024 is when this is going to happen, then make sure that you join the wait list because I will be sharing an exciting resource with you very, very soon. So go to nataliewalton.com forward slash waitlist. And when you join, you get my goal planner, which I use at the start of every quarter and at the end of every year. So that will also be a great resource for you. It's literally the questions that I go through. So I just wanted to flag that for those of you who have said, yes, I'm going to be doing it in 2024. Make sure that you're on that waitlist because, um, yeah, I'm going to be making some exciting uh, little announcements very, very soon. All right. So I want to get into this because I really feel I speak to so many of my students. I speak to people within Design and Grow, and there's a lot of overlap there. And I can see with so many people that I've been speaking to recently within Design and Grow who have businesses in the interior industry, and I've been doing um website reviews and Instagram reviews and really kind of going over what's happening. And I can see so clearly what is holding people back and why they're not getting the results that they want in their business. So this is an overview of what I've been sharing with those students. And I hope that you're going to find it really helpful and valuable to you wherever you are on your journey. So one of the the big kind of um bits of feedback that I get from people. And and quite honestly, it's a resistance that I get from people when I'm talking to people in relation to 
Instagram in particular is I get comments like, you know, I don't want to play the Instagram game. I don't want to get caught up in numbers. You know, I just don't want that. And look, I can understand that Instagram can be triggering for some people. It can feel like a comparison game. And that, you know, literally is the wording that people have used to me. I don't want to get into the comparison game. And there's so much resistance there. If this is you, if you are not showing up on social media and you have got a creative business, I really encourage you to rethink and reframe the way you view Instagram. Because the truth is that if you have a creative business and you are not sharing it with the world, if you are not trying to create community, if you are not trying to get your, you know, your creative endeavor out there and, you know, your art, whatever your art is, if you're not getting that out there to the world and sharing it with people, you are not going to have any customers. It's as simple as that. And you need to have a very compelling alternative avenue for getting leads, getting people to know about you. And in this day and age that we live in, most people, you actually have people out there that are looking for the thing that you have. You have people out there who are looking for a beautiful Airbnb to stay with for their family or for their 40th birthday or for their bridesmaids getaway, weekend getaway, or for their whatever it is, you know, their I, I know of people who like when their parents turn 60, you know, the whole family will book an Airbnb and they will go and stay somewhere that they're happy to splash out a little bit more because it's a special occasion. There are people out there looking for that. And if you are not out there promoting the thing that you do and sharing it on Instagram, you are missing out on making more money in your business. It's as simple as that. I, you know, I, I can't put it any plainer than that. So you need to really ask yourself about where is this resistance? And I think that what happens is that we take Instagram personally, particularly if our business name is our personal name. So if we are a, an illustrator or if we have some kind of business and it's under our name, if we've got an interior design practice, and our Instagram handle is our own name, we take things personally that if people don't like a post, we take it as to mean it is about us. Of course, it is not about us. It is about the post. It is about the content. It is about the imagery. It is about the caption. It is not about you. And so it's really important to know and understand that you shouldn't take it personally. However, if you really want to grow your business, you need to show up on Instagram. And not only do you need to show up on Instagram, but you need to be strategic with how you show up on Instagram because you need to give your product or service its best possible chance to get into the hands of the people who really want it. There are people out there looking for your furniture or there are people out there looking for beautiful art or there are people out there who really need someone to help them with their bathroom renovation and they just they don't even know where to begin. So when you put yourself out there, you are saying, hey, this is what I do. This is how I can help you. It's really important that you let people know that you exist. And if you don't want to use Instagram, you've got to have a really compelling and strategic way that you are letting people know that you exist. 
Maybe you want to use Google ads. Maybe you want to use SEO. Maybe you want to use Facebook ads and just kind of take them to a website rather than your Instagram feed. But in this day, Instagram is so important and it's free. I know that there are elements in terms of how you have to think about how you post to get seen. And we will go through some of that now, but Instagram is free. I mean, it's, it's incredible that we actually have this resource and this ability to reach a huge net of people. So please, my big encouragement for you is that if you have a creative business, please don't discount Instagram. And you don't want to, yes, I'm going to say you don't want to be reliant on Instagram. I mean, it's almost a year since I had my account hacked and I was very grateful that I had an email list and I have this podcast and I had other ways that people could connect with me and my newsletter. However, you do need to be on Instagram or one compelling form of social media. Maybe for you, it's Pinterest. Maybe for you, it's TikTok. That is fine, but you need to have a social media channel where you are showing up regularly and where people can learn about what you offer them. So otherwise, you're basically just going to have a hobby. And like I said, you want to think about where else are you getting your leads? And the other thing I would say is to really treat your Instagram seriously. You need to treat it like it is a business, like you are a professional. If you were to be managing your Instagram account, like you were, you know, imagine that this was somebody else's business. What would you say to that person you need to do? What would you, what advice would you give to that person about the way that it looks? Really treat it like a business. Treat it with a degree of professional, you know, um, a professional approach. Because if you don't, if you don't take it seriously, then nobody else is going to take it seriously and people aren't going to take your services seriously. However, if people see that you're treating Instagram seriously, they're more likely to have that trust in you and that trust in the product or service that you offer. And I actually said this to a friend who was struggling um, recently in terms of showing up in a way that, you know, she didn't want to feel salesy. She didn't want to feel like she was pushing and promoting. And I said, I think you just need to, you know, I said it with love, but I said, I think you just need to get over yourself. You're making it all about you. And instead, I really think you should make it about them. There are people out there that really want and need what you have. They really want and need your perspective. And when you make it about them, then they are going to connect and resonate with that so much more. But when you are making it all about you, you're just never going to make progress that way. It's going to be an uphill battle. So that would be my tough love little message for you too. If you're really struggling with Instagram is just get over yourself and stop making it about you. And instead make it about the people that you're helping. Make it about those customers and clients who really want your product or service. Think about the people that you have worked with and how much value they've got out of it and focus on that when it comes to how you show up on Instagram. So that's my first bit of tough love for you. I hope that you take that with the, um, you know, the, the intention that was meant behind that. Now, another bit of feedback that I've been getting a lot is that, you know, I don't have a great 
and insert what's relevant to you. It might be, I don't have a, you know, a great portfolio. I don't have my ideal clients. And so the spaces that I'm working on at the moment, you know, they're not really like where I want to be in terms of the type of work I want to be doing. Or maybe you've got an Airbnb and you've just managed to kind of get into the market, but ultimately you would like to have, you know, a bigger Airbnb, one that's more beautiful, one that you've got bigger budgets to renovate it in the way that you want it to be. And so you're at the start of your journey in terms of the types of clients or customers that you're working with. And so you don't have your ideal scenario in terms of what you can share with the world. So the first thing that I would say to you, if that is your situation, is how can you work with what you've got? You need to give your brain good questions to solve. I think I shared this in a recent episode, and it's such an important reminder because if we, if we keep asking, you know, like, oh, I just can't do this, our brain will find out all the reasons why you can't do it. But you need to give your brain reasons and um, a, a problem to solve because our brains want to solve problems. So ask yourself, you know, how can I work with what I've got? And ask yourself, how can I create an emotional connection with the spaces that I'm already working with? And how can I use styling and photography to enhance what I've got? So I would really suggest to you that you look at different ways and you get creative with what you do have. And I'm going to get actually quite practical with this in a second, but I just want to frame this for you, that it's really important to think about, you know, what, what is the way that I can make the most of this? Maybe it's relates to the, um, you know, just getting a good photographer for a start. Sometimes a really good photographer is going to, you know, really make, um, I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this because the expression that's popping into my head is a bit of a crude saying. Um, so anyway, you know, to how can you polish a, I don't know, you know, the thing I'm talking about, but how can you make the most of the space? How can you, you know, use a good photographer or good lighting or, How can you crop images or take little details so that you can really try and make the most of the space? How can you style it so that it looks at that next level? How can you use decorative accents so that maybe the the bones of the space is not amazing, but you introduce amazing pendants or you put rugs on the floor to, to hide the tiles or you, you know, introduce like beautiful branches or foliage in your spaces that that is what people see when they step in the space they're not looking at you know maybe the the aluminium windows or the things that are perhaps less desirable but they see these beautiful objects and these you know beautiful um decorative plinths or whatever it is artful objects and their eye gravitates to those things rather than the elements that you know, perhaps there wasn't the budget to make that as amazing as what you would have liked. So really think and get creative about how you can make the most out of what you've already got. Another thing that comes up a lot is I don't have the budget. And I was speaking to an interior designer who said, you know, I'm just feel like I'm using the same towels over and over again, because she does lots of bathroom renovations. And so these were some of the suggestions that I made to her and I'm going to throw a few extra in that might relate 
better to your situation. So maybe you can ask, like, can you borrow things off friends? If you feel like you're using the same props over and over again, can you, and if you've got a friend who's actually got some nice towels or they've got some nice decorative objects, can you borrow things from friends so that you can, you know, mix it up with the images and the props that you're using in your spaces? Can you loan? Can you go to a local shop and, um, and say, look, I've got a photo shoot. I'm an interior designer or I've got an Airbnb. I've got a photo shoot and uh, I would love to use your, whatever it is, your vases, your flowers. And um, I'm happy to, I've got a professional photographer that, that I've booked. I'm happy to give you the images. You know, can we do a bit of a trade so that um, I can use this I can obviously, if it's cut flowers, you might not be able to return cut flowers, but maybe it's a cushion, maybe it's a throw, maybe it's a towel, maybe it's a beautiful vase or urn or a painting. Can you borrow or loan those objects from local businesses who are often a lot more flexible and you can give them the images or you can say, I will tag you in three posts or whatever it is, like get creative with what you can do. It, with magazines, we used to do that and the um, companies would get a, what was called an on-page credit. So can you think of the ways that you can do an equivalent of that? Can you do an Instagram you know, credit or tagging? Uh, can you do a contra? Is there something that you can do? Can you help somebody else? Maybe somebody needs um, you know, a consultation, an interior design consultation, and you can do that for them and in return, maybe it's a local shop and they've actually got a great selection of different products. And maybe you could do a consultation or even offer it to their customers in return for every quarter. You can get a certain amount of a certain dollar amount, let's just say a thousand dollars. Would you use that as a round number? Maybe you could um, do it in return for for that and say, you know, I'm happy to do a consult for you or for some of your customers, nominate a number that seems reasonable. And every quarter, can I have a thousand dollars credit towards props? Like just get creative. And if, you know, it's a win-win situation, people are often amenable to these things. And if they're not, try someone else who is. So there are so many different ways that you can do around this. And also just get resourceful. I mean, there are, you can go to estate sales, you can look at Facebook marketplace, you can go to charity shops. It's really about finding those special pieces. They don't have to be expensive and you can find some really great pieces. The fourth idea or, you know, um, feedback that I get from people, the challenge that so many people face is I don't have enough images. So when it comes to sharing on Instagram and you feel like I really don't actually have that much to share, this is some of the tips and advice that I was giving to other people in relation to their Instagram feeds, their websites and so on. And so one of the best ways that you can do this is how can you make the most of any photo shoots that you do have? So if you do have, you know, a handful of projects that you've worked on, then how can you make the most of that? What I do when I am shooting my home or other people's homes is I create a shot list. And so a shot list is um, a list of, you know, how am I going to maximize each space? And it's good to do it beforehand because when you're on that shoot day, you get so immersed sometimes 
in like, okay, I'm styling this and I'm moving this and I'm bringing this from the car and I'm taking this outside and I'm cutting these flowers and I'm going to try this thing in this space. And you're kind of running around and it's really easy to forget sometimes those elements. And I know actually I had a recent shoot for Imprint House and I did something similar that I'm really kicking myself that we didn't do We kind of did it. We did like a landscape version of a living room, but we didn't do a portrait version. And I remember retrospectively talking to the photographer and he said, well, you can just crop into that. But the problem is that what I find is that you don't necessarily think of that and it becomes like, oh, then I've got to crop it. And whereas if you actually just shoot it, it's just you can just grab it and it's so much easier. So look at, you know, make sure, especially when you're looking at, um, putting photos on websites. And this is something, again, I have to remind myself and I put this on the shot list is make sure you've got those landscape versions of the photos because it is so easy to just always be shooting in portrait. And especially because I come from a magazine background, whereas we pretty much only shot portrait, we would do the very occasional um, horizontal image, which would be used for a DPS, which is a double page spread. And, um, and, you know, I come from shooting books and books, generally speaking, you use many more portrait style images rather than landscape style images. So make sure that you get a variety of images that you can use on your website, as well as images that you can use on your Instagram. And then just get different variations. Make sure you've got like a detail shot of the kitchen counter and the hardware or any of those, you know, the, the textiles that you've got, go in and make sure you've got a variety of those. So it's not like you're going into a bathroom or you're going into a kitchen and you're just doing like one pullback and one detail, like shoot <laughs> to be crude again, just shoot the crap out of it. Like, you know, shoot as much as you can. Um, because it's so important that when you're there and you've shown up and you've got all those props, you really want to make the most of that given time. And also mix up your props so it looks and feels different and you can create those different variations on your image and it, it does feel much better in that kind of sense. I'd also suggest to really think about creating a story for the photo shoot as well and the whole project. And this can relate to your Airbnb as well if that is something that you have or it can relate to if you've got an e-commerce or a product-based business, you know, what story can I tell about this? Can I take photos of the concept stage and the drawings? Can I take concept of the materials that we were using and testing? Or if you're an interior designer, the color palette, the materials palette, can I capture an image of the concept or the vision and really kind of make sure that you're capturing those elements too, because you can share those on Instagram as well. The, the final resistance that um, I really get a lot from students in both the Styling Masterclass and Design and Grow is that I really struggle to be consistent. And so my advice for anyone who feels this way is to make it easy for yourself. So one way that you can do that, and I think this is really important, that you create a vision and a vision board for your Instagram. So even if you're using images and references from other people's Instagram, you know, really try and find it so that it looks the best that it can be. And like, what is your ideal scenario and making sure you've got a mix of pullback shot, detail shots, mood boards, um, maybe infographics, if that's relevant to what you do. So really mix it up, create that ideal top nine 
And then you just want to be repeating that. You don't need to be reinventing the wheel over again. You can just repeat that, you know, rinse and repeat that kind of top nine and then create a plan in terms of when are you going to create the content, scheduling it, and then just getting it out there. Get the emotion out of it. Sometimes when you you um, schedule your post, that can help remove the emotional aspect, especially if that is a struggle for you. And then track it. Track what is resonating, what's working, you know, what's not working. Do more of what's working. Do less of what's not working. And, you know, just iterate in that sense. And like I said, you know, treat it like a business. Be professional about this. Take the emotion out. And and if you are a creative, and I know so many of you who listen to this podcast are a creative, just see it's a creative project. I actually think it's really fun creating what the grid is going to look like on Instagram. Take the emotion out of it. Stop worrying about what other people think and you make it the best that it can be. Stop, you know, get out of your head about it and really focus on, you know, this is a creative project. This is a visual medium. I'm a visual person. I'm going to make this as beautiful as possible. And like I shared in a previous episode, we will link to it in the the show notes, but create radical beauty. Um, I really think that you want to take things to the next level and you want it to be as good as possible and really push yourself so that it really is going to resonate. And, you know, a kind of a little tip or a hack for that, that I always say to people is that, um, you want to ask yourself, would I share this would with a friend or would I save this image? Like, does I, do I have that emotional connection and think about would somebody else want to share or save this image? Because if they don't, the reality is that they're, it's less likely to get traction. And then that's when you're going to start feeling frustrated. All right. So let's just take a quick review of some of the ideas that I've shared with you today. So the first is that if you have a love-hate relationship with Instagram, I really want to remind you in a loving way that you can't expect to get results if you don't treat what you do seriously. And my encouragement for you would be that you make Instagram less about you and more about what you want for your business and your customers or clients. The second is that, you know, if you feel that you don't have a great portfolio, you don't have a great place, you're just starting out, then really learn how to work with what you've got and get creative with that. You're creative. You, you know, the very nature of being a creative is that you solve problems. So this is a problem for you to solve. Don't get stuck. Don't say, I don't know. Instead, brainstorm solutions. The third idea that I shared with you is that maybe you feel like you don't have the budget to buy amazing props. So I shared several different ways that you can get resourceful to get props if you feel like you're styling different spaces and you don't want to be using the same things over and over again. The fourth challenge that so many of you face is you feel like I just don't have enough images. I, I'm not working on enough projects to have enough images and I just don't really know what to share. So I shared a series of strategies to really help you make the most of what you've got, planning your shoot, um, getting at that shot list, creating different variations, substituting and mixing out props so it looks and feels different and you can replicate it and sharing the whole story of that. And finally, I shared if you are really struggling to be consistent 
it's really important to create a compelling vision for what you want your Instagram feed to look like and create an action plan, then rinse, repeat and review so you can see what's working and what's not, do more of what's working. And of course, then just, you know, press pause on what's not working. Maybe you can come back to that another time and you've got to just iterate. You really do. You've got to see, was it the image? Was it the caption? You know, what was it that did not resonate with people? And so try, try different variations. And for the things that did work, you know, how can I do this in a similar way again? And as I mentioned, if you want to go deeper on how to create beautiful images, how to curate, curate and create a really inspiring Instagram feed that helps you connect and nurture and get that love from potential customers or clients, then um, make sure that you join the waitlist for the Styling Masterclass because that will be opening very soon. And um, we go so much deeper in this. We have, you know, live sessions where I can help you live workshop, you know, your images and what's working and what's not working and brainstorm different ideas. So it's really practical on hands-on. All right. And the, just the link for that is nataliewalton.com forward slash waitlist. So I hope that you have found this episode helpful. I hope that it has kind of given you the motivation to rethink the way that you show, share on Instagram and show up and really create those compelling images and make the most of what you've got. As always, if you know of someone you think might find this really valuable, that they're feeling really stuck about Instagram or they're not showing up, it's maybe, you know, a a business friend or, you know, a creative buddy that you've got, then um, please share this with them. And um, like I said, I hope you found it valuable. And if you are a new listener to the podcast, make sure you hit follow so you don't miss any of these episodes. And if you've been a longtime listener and have yet to leave a five-star rating or review, I would greatly appreciate this. This is episode 169. And um, please let me know, you know, what you enjoyed about this episode. Um, I hope that you have a beautiful week and I hope this has been helpful and I look forward to connecting again with you very soon. All of the links and info for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get a direct download of the latest episode. And I really appreciate when you take a minute to rate and review, as well as share the love with someone you know who might benefit from this episode or on social media. If you'd like to access a range of free resources, come visit my website, nataliewalton.com. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast. And I would also like to acknowledge the people of the Bundjalung Nation where it was recorded and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton, and you've been listening to Imprint. Imprint.